0: Welcome to Rocking Our Priors. I'm your host, Dr. Alice Evans. Now here's a question. What's Spain's feminist secret? Female employment and political representation have skyrocketed in Iberia. Pioneering the world's first majority female cabinet, Spain is now the 14th most gender-equal country. Italy, however, lags behind, notwithstanding... Similar economies, climate, legacies of Latifundia and Catholic heritage. What is Spain's feminist secret? Back in the 1970s, female employment was very low, around 20%. But now, it's well into the 60s. And women are advancing in senior management. In Spain, almost 34% of managers, senior managers are women where in Italy it's more like 20%. What's going on? What explains this Southern European divergence? Does it stem from different rates of economic growth? Female employment always rises in response to economic opportunities. In Spain and Italy alike, female employment is much higher in prosperous regions where there is stronger demand for labour and lower unemployment. But Spain is no richer than Italy. So the country divergence does not seem due to economics. GDP per capita is just the same. Kinship. Could it be due to kinship? In societies with high rates of endogamy, women's sexuality and mobility are closely policed. Families fortify bonds of kinship through marriage and limit women's interactions with outsiders. This makes female labour supply less responsive to labour demand. So even if two societies have similar rates of growth, endogamy curbs female employment. But I looked at the data. Spain and Italy have similar rates of cousin marriage. Household structure is also comparable, notwithstanding some subnational variation. Both countries have more egalitarian nuclear households in the south um, and more stem families in the north. So their traditional cultures are very much alike. What about immigration? Immigration to Spain surged post-2000. Domestic workers from former colonies have enabled university-educated Spanish women to focus on their careers. Find Farré, González and Ortega. This underscores the importance of affordable care. But immigration should not be overstated. Spain's rising female employment and feminist activism preceded the recent wave of immigration. Portugal has less immigration, but has made similar strides towards gender equality. Something else is going on. Could it be due to religion? The Catholic Church has historically prescribed divorce and abortion. Those who sin against God's will are condemned to hell. Eternal damnation! Spanish Catholics generally believe that women are the weaker sex, necessitating protective paternalism. Some call this benevolent sexism. Religiosity reinforces gender inequalities in two ways. Through internalized ideologies and norm perceptions. Internalized ideologies are the beliefs that one personally endorses. Norm perceptions are beliefs about what others in the community support or abhor. If people observe widespread compliance they may infer broad support and so conform so as to maintain social respect. So even if a woman wants a divorce, she may be reluctant due to expectations of social condemnation. Now, the Catholic Church enjoyed elevated influence under right-wing fascism in Spain and Portugal. Faith was publicly paraded. God's will was legally entrenched. Contraceptives were banned, a Spanish woman was not allowed to get a job, own property, or travel away from home without her husband's permission. Divorce was outlawed, notwithstanding public support. This is consistent with a wider trend documented by Hutton and Weldon. Sexist family laws endure in countries with politically institutionalised religion. So under religious authoritarianism, privately critical individuals may have underestimated resistance. Widespread anticipation of social sanction may help explain why female employment remained low, impervious to the demand generated by Spain's economic miracle um, from the late 50s to 1974. Now, what happened after the downfall of Franco, the backlash against religious authoritarianism? The Catholic Church became tarred by its affiliation, with brutal repressive regimes in Iberia. Congregation rates plummeted and bishops lost legitimacy. As an anti-clerical chant goes, and I'll say, and forgive me for speaking it in English, the church is a business, the priest is a businessman, the ringing of the bells calls out the ignorance. I imagine it's slightly more tuneful. Uh, So after the downfall of right-wing dictatorships, political parties sought to separate church and state. Portugal and also Spain's new constitutions in 1976 and 1978 deinstitutionalized, and powerless to oppose the legalization of abortion and divorce. Most Spaniards now identify as Catholic, but only nominally. They seldom go to Mass or abide by dogma. Once powerful churches have emptied. Religious parties no longer command support. Secularism has increased in other European countries too, along with economic development, university education and urbanisation. But this process of secularisation has been especially intense in Iberia. By contrast, Poland and Italy are secularising more slowly. Priests have not been delegitimized by associations with right-wing authoritarianism. In Poland, in fact, the church was vital to anti-communist resistance. So... As Iberians rebelled against religious authoritarianism, women seized job opportunities, gained economic autonomy, mobilized for their rights, and enacted egalitarian laws. Emboldened by militant activism, socially democratic Spanish governments have iteratively promoted gender equality. 2018, Spain pioneered the world's first female majority cabinet, as I mentioned. Men are now entitled, as of this year, 2021, men are now entitled to 16 weeks paid parental leave. This family-friendly legislation nurtures greater progress towards gender equality. So, Spain's feminist secret is the backlash against religious authoritarianism. Thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Alice Evans.